Chips. Talking Cheap. Talking Cheap. Cameo. Welcome to episode 39 of Talking Cheap, a podcast about Cameo. I am Jensen Carp. And I'm Danielle Fischel Carp. And we're the only working couple in all of Hollywood. Not true. And we do this weekly so that we can decipher between the deals and the ripoffs when it comes to expensive, personalized celebrity messages. That's, that is our job. That's what we do week after week. We get a, we get a paycheck from the government we, for it. We don't. We are doing a service for this nation because Cameo, now more than ever, has supplied the entire universe, it appears, with gifts for loved ones. It's more popular than ever. Uh, it's just increasing every week. But let's get into emails first. A big announcement this week, and I know this one's going to speak directly to you. It's a new celebrity on the service. Okay. All right. Do you know the name Tessica Brown? No. Okay. What if I told you that she accidentally put Gorilla Glue in her oh, hair? Oh, right. Gorilla Glue girl. Yes. She has joint cameo in... What wow. I could only imagine is something the whole world probably would have well, predicted. Well, the last update I I would have I heard from her was yes. that she had hired a manager and an agent. So right. they got to work. They got to work. Uh, if you don't know, Tesca became an online sensation when she decided to use Gorilla Glue in her hair because she had ran out of regular hairspray. Now, if that sounds stupid, it's because it's it was. It wasn't a smart thing to do. No. It became a total nightmare for her, making her hair unmovable. It looked like a, I mean, it was a legit nightmare. It was like a helmet on her head. We felt, And it had been there for a month by the time she did that video. Yeah, we felt very bad for her. Uh, she took it to TikTok, went viral, and she has since, I believe, Danielle was following it a little closer than I have, but I think since she has had surgery to repair the damage. Yes, a, a very... Very kind plastic surgeon mm-hmm. did a surgery on her hair for free. Okay. Just to help her out. Got what's very sweet. Uh, she is not doing cameo for free. How much do you think she is? $50. She's $500, Danielle. She's $500. I don't want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. This is my final moment. <laughs> I. And putting down the microphone. Well, Bill, brunch, which one of you would like to take over for me? Is it a shock to tell you that I haven't found any samples yet? Not even the tiniest little bit of a shock. Are well, you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. There is a review, though, which is wild. It's five stars, but I have... Is it Gorilla Glue? <laughs> is it the girl or the company? The company. <laughs> the company. We did pay her $500. Thank you Thank so you. much. You had the entire country talking about our product. Uh, that was a private video. I'm nervous no one will ever pay it, so I do want to ask you if you'd like to hear the intro video. I would love to. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be on Cameo now. I can make personal greetings to you. I'm talking birthdays, anniversaries, new baby, graduation, whatever you want, I got you. Uh, that's her. I'll tell you, I, I saw the video. Yeah. And she, she does seem to still have very close hair to her head. So I know she's had the surgery, but would her hair always still look like that? Like it's been Gorilla glued down? Well, I don't know what the surgery was, but I, I'm pretty sure it removed most of her hair. Oh, so wow. she may not have very long hair right now. Oof. Well, she- I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm maybe speaking out of pocket. Well, she is on Cameo now. Uh, I will keep an eye on her account because clearly if any samples pop up, she will show up. And And if any of you (laughs) even think of getting this cameo, 
Please do not let me know. No, I, Danny, It'll ruin my day. Danielle does not. I don't want to know. Danielle doesn't even want to know if you've thought about no, it. No, I don't even want to know. I want to know that you've definitely not thought about it. Let well, me know that. Also in new celebrity news for Cameo, an email welcomed a big NBA rookie into the mix, the number 14 draft pick having a stellar first season, Bam Adebayo. Ooh. Uh, having a big season. I hope I said it right. If not, gerbs, gerbs. Uh, also, Boys to Men member Sean Stockman was in the email. Yes. 12-time Olympic gold medalist Dara, uh, Dara Torres. She's a swimmer. Great. Uh, TikTok creator Rod. Wait, TikTok creator? Yeah, just, no, no, just no. Just Rod? No, he's like a, cre- a creator on TikTok. Oh. Like <laughs> I was like, what? Some dude named Rod created TikTok? <laughs> he's a billionaire now, Rod. Wow, Rod. And now he's on Cameo? Okay. Uh, Tamar Braxton. Yeah. And Baseball Hall of Famer Greg Maddox. All of them. Great. If I gave you the first initials of the person that's coming from the cash game, would you maybe remember? Hmm. If you gave me the first initials, mm. maybe. No uh, I'm no. Let's he, try. It's a doctor? It's a doctor. No, no, oh, I, man. I do not know. Dr. Jan Pohl is a veterinarian, uh, a TV personality <laughs> that we, we had no idea who it was. It just I said, what TV vet? What right. show? We okay. had no idea. Great. Well, I'm here to tell you that he appears on the incredible Dr. Pohl on Nat Geo. Okay. Okay. Uh, it also was found on Disney Plus and a few of the streaming services. Oh, it's services. a he. It's a he. Oh, Jan. Dr. I, see, Jan Pohl. How horrible of me. I totally assumed well, Jan. I'm, I'm sorry that you aren't, I'm, yeah. aren't woke enough. I'm sorry. Sure, Jan. Uh, can I tell you some things about the Dr. Pole? Yes, please. All right. 50 years in the field, he's been working in reality TV on this show, on The Incredible Dr. For Pole. For 50 years? Oh, no, no. Since 2011, <laughs> though. Oh. For 10 years. He's been on a reality show we've never heard of for 10 years. For a decade. Wow. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, the show follows Dr. Pohl and his staff as they take on challenging cases and animal emergencies in central Michigan. Uh, it includes working on horses with deadly leg infections. He visits farms. He deals with average house pet scenarios, like a cat who won't stop throwing up. Uh, or That seems not as exciting. I, that isn't, but what about a cow with a tricky pregnancy? Well... Okay. That's more exciting. Tricky. That seems like a good deal. Uh, He's helped more than 19,000 clients since starting his practice out of his garage. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Uh, We found out last week that he was $100. Yeah. All right. 135 reviews. Very popular. People like him. Well, reality show for 10 years we've never heard of. What would you say uh, his score is? I bet he's a five stars baby. He is five stars baby. His turnaround? Three days. Okay. Okay. He's busy. He's a doctor. I did wonder at $100 if his videos would include an animal. Hola from Lola. Now, do you think? Mm, I'm going to say no. Okay. Because those would probably be other people's animals. Yes. And you think- What if we were like sent brunch in for something and while brunch (laughs) was there, he was like making him do cameos. Right. Just doing birthday messages with our dog. Yeah. Uh, Well, I will get it out of the way now. Spoiler alert, no animals. Okay. All right. So let's listen to Dr. Jan Pohl's uh, intro here. This is a popular TV vet. Hello, I'm Dr. Pohl from the incredible Dr. Pohl show on Nat Geo Wild. We've been there many years and now we have joined Cameo. So yes, if you have a special someone that you want to have a wish for or a shout out, just anything on Cameo, we will do that. And in the meantime, keep watching our show on Disney Plus. All the episodes are there. The new one will start in July 11th. In the meantime, if you want to have somebody, 
have a special wish, happy birthday, or just a shout out, put your request into a cameo and we'll do the best we can for you. Uh, he was skydiving when he recorded. I'm First so. of all, there's been a mistake. <laughs> Why is that? That is clearly the voice of the Count. The Count Von Count. I <laughs> love the Count. Two. Ah, ah, ah. I love the Count. I detected the accent. I just assumed it was, like you said, Transylvania or Pluto. I couldn't figure out I what you did. I absolutely love it. He's an older man. Very cute. Very, you know, he's a vet, man. He's like not a TV yeah, star at all. awesome. Uh, now, he works with basically every animal on the sun. Uh, but on the he... sun. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase is under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he works with very burned animals. I was say, I, I have to, wow. I, he... <laughs> I have to tell you, it's very sad. It's so, it's uncomfortable to watch. He works with just charred bones. Char- just charred animals he, everywhere. It's really depressing. It's a weird show. And you show. know what's funny? There's not many animals on the sun. So Weirdly, 10 years of it. He's been able to milk the sun animals for 10 years. I don't know how. Uh, Listen, does he bring that kind of precision that a vet would have to Cameo? Let's find out with his first message. A birthday video for an aspiring vet, and I don't think you will see the results coming. Hello, Nikki. Congratulations, lady. 19 years old. Happy birthday today. And already a good goal in front of you. That is fantastic. It makes a difference when you have a goal and you can work towards it. You're in pre-vet. I have been a veterinarian for 50 years and I still do autopsies. Okay, oh, sir. What? Sir, sir, we're in an Arby's. Uh, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I think what happened here is... That's I, what she's that's studying? That's what I'm saying. No, or no, I think in right. her message she was probably like, I'm studying and I'm doing autopsy. Like, right, right. It has to be a response. He couldn't have just come up with that out of nowhere, no, right? No, Didn't think you'd get so intense for a birthday message. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Anytime that there's a question or, you know, when it's a herd problem, like with chickens or pigs or goats, then you do an autopsy on one to find out what's going on so you can save the rest. So it's very important to know what is normal. And I think that's what you're learning right now. So, yeah, it's curriculum that he's figuring out. Yeah. Did you ever do that in high school, the frog dissection? (sighs) Honestly, I think I may have, and I think I truthfully blocked it out. You definitely did. Well, we went to say middle school. I did it in middle school, so. It just depends on whether I was there that week. Right, 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 right. But I seem to remember that I was. Oh, you know what? I just remembered. I didn't get the frog. I got the squid. Oh, why is that? You just asked for it? No, they, it was split 50-50. Oh. Some people got frogs and some people got squid. Squid's so much easier. So much easier. Yeah. I think my job was taking out the ink pen, like oh, the yeah. ink thing. That's easy. I had a frog and I had to like cut it up. And oh, see God. It. I mean, it was, no, it was no, no. a total mm-hmm. nightmare. Yeah, disaster. I don't know if I've ever fully recovered. Um, so I understand why Dr. Paul would bring it up. Uh, here's the rest of that clip. So get experience. You're already riding horses. You like cows. Work on the dairy farm. Learn to look at the cows and see what they need, what you know is going on. So, good luck to you. Happy birthday and many, many more years of fun. He's so sweet. Fun. Jan Paul Count is <laughs> my favorite person we've ever had on the show. He is a little spirit animal. Uh, fun in autopsies, adorable, very helpful. Not many cases where you get professional advice that actually means something in a cameo, but right? it really was. Yeah, you don't oh, really get that much. So great. Uh, the second message is for a young girl named Olivia, and it's a message from her grandparents. Well, hello there, Olivia. Nanny and Papa live in way too far away, right? 
that you can't go see him every day. Well, I hope you can see him again this summer. And they tell me that you love animals. That's very good. And I hope that uh, you can work with animals later on. I hope that uh, you keep watching this show and learn from it. And at the same time, make sure that if you go to school already, that you definitely do your best in school and study hard. Because without good grades, you don't get where you want to be sometimes. So good luck to you. Thank you, Olivia. Keep working, keep watching, and good luck to you. What a sweet, sweet I mean, little he's man. so sweet. I want to watch his show, and I never want to watch anything. Uh, wholesome cameo, right? Kind of its own category here. Uh, question about you, Danielle, as a young child. Did you ever want to be a vet? I know so many kids want to be. I don't think I ever did want to be a vet, and I'm not sure why, because, well, you know what? I guess part of it was um, we didn't get our first pet until we got a dog when I was eight, okay. which I think is a little late in life to have a pet. Mm-hmm. And then we had a rotating cast of animals yes. constantly. We had bunnies and lizards and hamsters and rats. Snakes. Your brother had snakes. My brother right? had snakes. Um, can I tell people, I mean, who don't know your story with no, dogs? don't tell them. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, no, <laughs> you had a dog named Spike where you basically became a vet. Yes. Spike, I got when he was 12 or maybe 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rescued him. He was a chihuahua. And uh, Anna, my my Maltese, um, was also 13. And I thought, okay, thinking that Anna and Spike would live out whatever was left of their years together. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, Anna had a stroke and died like six months later. And, and I now thought, you just have one old And dog. now I just had Spike. And Spike was very mean. Mm-hmm. Spike did not like anyone. Now, I know a lot of people say this, and I probably would shrug it off and roll my eyes if I hadn't met Spike. Yeah. But since I've met Spike, he he was very mean. Mm-hmm. For the first three days I had Spike, I couldn't even go near him. I had to like throw his food into a bowl and run out of the room. <laughs> he was like the Babadook. Yeah, because he was trying to attack me. Yeah. He wanted not, he was terrified of everyone. But I think he was, he was, had been very abused, unfortunately. And so he was not trustworthy. This is turning into a podcast no, about Spike. Go but- ahead. It's a, I mean, I just wanted, I wanted people to know how much work you did for this. Time. <laughs> okay, That's what so I'm trying to get Spike, to. Spike was healthy when I got him. Yes. But, you know, 12 or 13. So, yeah, as I mentioned, then Anna passed away and I just had Spike. And I thought, well, you know, he's so old. Yeah, he's got days left. Yeah. And he started losing chunks of his hair. He had alopecia. So yeah. he I started mean, losing chunks of his hair. Knocking on heaven's door. He was allergic to, he was sneezing. Right. He had the cutest little sneeze. When you took him out to go to the bathroom, he would go. <laughs> and so I took him to get tested because I couldn't figure out what was going on with him. And it turns out he was allergic to grass. <laughs> right. Uh, Which- he, Which is like, what, how are you, so I couldn't even take him out to go to the bathroom. So list out everything else this dog His kneecaps no longer sat in their sockets. Yeah, they were out of socket. So every time he walked, his knee, both knees caved in. Right. He was completely blind. Yep. He had um, chronic pancreatitis, Mm -hmm. irritable bowel syndrome. Sure. For a while, he, this is the medical term, had a linky sphincter (laughs) and had to wear diapers. (laughs) A leaky sphincter. That's the that was the medical diagnosis. Okay, and um, you can imagine trying to put diapers on a which you did furious, angry, 
tiny little terror. Yeah. I should also mention Spike came to me with zero teeth. Yeah, he was already gummed out. He was gummed out. Mm -hmm. Now, when I rescued him- Which is good for you, to be honest. Well, they told me that his teeth were very infected, and they had to pull all of them to spare him. This, This dog had nothing good going on. They pulled his teeth right, because so he was 100% unadoptable with teeth. Yeah, safety issue. He bit me in the face <laughs> in the first six hours that I had him. Right. He then bit me no less than 100 times over the years that I had him. He had all of these things, and then he was completely blind. He also was completely deaf, and then I, my and then he came. He had dementia. Right. And I, Which you, dogs you would not think have dementia, but I saw it. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know where he was. Yeah. He bumped into things. What I need to say is Spike lived to be 19 years old. <laughs> And Spike. You thought you had hours when you got up at 13. You were like, this is not going to last long. Six more years. Jensen, we took a picture of Spike the day that he passed away. Yes. I went with you. You went with me to the vet. Yeah. And he was literally disintegrating. His ear was disintegrating. His ear, his ears, they stuck straight up Chihuahua ears. Yeah. They looked like leather that had been sitting out in the sun, like jerky. He, I don't know. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. But he was so happy in the end. End like well, I, yeah. When he was when he was then dead, and I got to lean down and kiss him, and I kissed him, and I still pulled away really quickly, <laughs> like he was gonna bite me. I was like, it feels too weird. In college, so I went to college at twenty seven. Yeah, I had I had gotten Spike, and Spike had diabetes. So one of the things I needed to do for him was <laughs> give him. I didn't even mention diabetes, did I? He had diabetes, chronic pancreatitis, irritable bowel syndrome. Anyway, one of the one of the meds I had to give yes. him was an injection of his insulin. <laughs> Every morning and every night. And okay. they have to be 12 hours apart. So yes. if I do it at 6 a.m., I have to do it at 6 p.m. And it's it's <laughs> for the rest of his leave, life. Were you ever able to leave the house? No. Okay. If I if I had to leave, obviously somebody had to be there to yeah. give him his medicine. Which I will tell you two stories about diabetes. So on my first day of school, I don't remember what semester, but on my one of my first days of school at Cal State Fullerton, I gave Spike, I went to go give Spike his injection. It was the very first time I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, again. This dog attacks. And yeah. even though he doesn't have teeth, he still bites. He's still mad. Hard. Yeah, he's gummy. His you. strong little jaws could just clamp down on yeah. your finger. So anyway, I had to pinch his skin between his shoulder blades <laughs> right. to, to get fat, to stick the needle in, to give him his diabetes. He, of course, spun around and, and tried to bite me. And I ended up injecting myself <laughs> with his insulin. So then I was like, ah, oh no. And I'm bleeding because I also just jabbed myself with a needle. It's like that movie Crank. And gave myself (laughs) insulin. So I Googled what happens if a non-diabetic takes insulin. And it's like, you might pass out. Dog insulin. So I had, well, it's the same. It's human insulin, dog insulin. Which by the way, it was like $300, this insulin. (laughs) And it had to be refrigerated. And it was a glass vial. And God forbid you dropped it, which I did. Anybody who's ever had to deal with buying insulin, it is outrageously expensive. And dogs, I didn't have dog insurance. No. First of all, who would insure uh, this dog? You have, a, you have a pirate for a dog. Exactly. They would never have. It's yeah. very expensive. Anyway, I had to go to school and tell every teacher, hello, uh, I'm Danielle. <laughs> I accidentally injected myself with dog insulin. It's human insulin. It'll be fine. But if I pass out, it's because I had insulin. I'm feeling fine, but I just thought you should know. Uh, we have a crazy person in our class. Okay. Th- my favorite story about Spike. Spike was 100% deaf. Had been 100% deaf for about a year and a half. Right. My cousin got married mm-hmm. in Mammoth, and I left for the wedding. And I had a woman come and stay at the house with Spike. Sure. And the morning 
of the wedding, I woke up at 7 a.m. Spike got his insulin at 6. Mm-hmm. I woke up at 7 in, the, 7 in the morning, and I had a text from her that said, hey, Danielle, I see on your note that you said you give Spike this much insulin. It was the tiniest little amount of okay. insulin. She said, did you mean one, one like one-tenth, or did you mean ten this ones? amount? Yeah, like it ten was, ones. It was exactly okay. ten times the amount. Oh For whatever God. it was, I don't remember the exact sure. amount. And I then wrote back. Well, clearly at, the small one, the one-tenth. Yes, I yeah. wrote this amount. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's not shocking that she would ask that question because it was such a tiny amount. Sure. She would think, well, that seems silly, even though he only weighed like four pounds. Yeah. But still. Uh, she said, <laughs> did you mean this? So I wrote back, it's this one. Yeah. And she just wrote back, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now realize, she had originally texted me an hour ago, sure. which is when Spike was supposed to get his insulin. She had made the decision, it appears. I would imagine, yeah. or maybe he was just an hour late on his insulin. Okay. So I said, is that what you gave him? And she said, no, we're at the vet now. I gave him the other one. <laughs> <laughs> They had to have him on a sugar drip. Like they had to have. He's Bruce Banner. I didn't think he was going to make it. I went to my cousin's wedding, uh, didn't stay for the reception, uh, drove home because I was in a panic. I yeah. thought my dog was probably going to die. Yeah. Got home. Spike was fine. And his hearing came back. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I don't know how. His hearing came back. Spider-Man. Two days later, he's, he was sitting next to me superhero. and I opened a bag of Doritos <laughs> and he went, whoop. And and looked and I was like, oh my god! Did you hear this bag of Doritos open? And then I was like, Spike, Spike! And every time he looked at me like, why are you yelling? Why are you saying my name? His hearing came back. Hearing came back. And then it stayed. It didn't go away again. It stayed for the rest of his life. He could hear. <sighs> Spike, did did you ever think that Doctor Pole would lead us here? No. All Sorry right. for that. It's um... like, listen, people. I I love Spike stories. Uh, this last message is listed as a pep talk for a girl named Laura. Hello, Laura. I hear that you're a big fan of the show, but thank you. And yes, I think we have something in common. We have some Dutch blood in us. Uh, I don't know where your grandfather was farming, or is he still farming? But anyway, did he teach you some Dutch words? Hello and dag and wel terusten. You know those words? No, I don't know what you're saying. He's so sweet. He's so sweet, but he loses me a lot. But we did get confirmation he's Dutch. Dutch, so exactly. Let's well, he said we both have some Dutch blood. Right. So yeah. ma- you're thinking maybe there's something more uh, prominent in his... Where is the count from? <laughs> right. Transylvania, I think. Uh, here's the rest of that message. And now you're learning from the show because your dad, your grandfather was a dairy farmer. Now you know all about cows. Yes, I came from a dairy farm too. And I love cows. They are very nice animals, really. So... I'm sorry to say that a lot of the dairy farms here have quit. So I don't know if your grandfather is still milking cows or not. I'm very invested in this girl's Gosh, grandfather now. I hope she's he's still a dairy farmer. Dairy farmers are disappearing. I, I didn't know that's a <laughs> thing. Quitting. Yeah, they're quitting. Yeah. Left and right. Just leaving. Uh, all right. So here's this wrap up. But anyway, I'm glad you, loved, you learned from the show. That's the main thing. And maybe with him, you can just uh, say, okay. What is this? Does she have a twisted stomach? Does she have ketosis? Does she have hardware? Oh, you can find all these facts all over the place. So have fun watching, keep watching, and thank you for being such a big fan. 
I am now a huge fan of Dr. Pohl, yeah. I, I, but I don't think there's information all over the place to diagnose cows. I think that's uh, a bit of a hyperbole on his. I think he meant all over the place on his show. Oh, okay. Not just everywhere Not just you turn. everywhere you look. Okay. Uh, I do think you have to go to school for that. Uh, I was sort of hoping for him to do cameos, maybe even just while operating in the background, but I understand <laughs> that, that that could be a problem, so that's not the case. Again, let's get into Dr. Pohl. He was $100, right? All right. Yeah. 135 reviews, five stars, baby. Three-day turnaround. Where do you see yourself here? I mean, these are incredible cameos. Mm-hmm. He's very, very personable. He's very sweet. He's very personalized. Yes. He does not skimp on the amount of time. No. He really takes his time. Um, I mean, I still think that this is... Like I can't. I mean, you know, maybe because I'm not a. I haven't watched the show. That does hurt us when judging. Yeah. We know nothing about we him know other nothing than about we him. love him now. I was going to say because I was going to say a hundred dollars still seems like a lot for a on, TV it, show vet. I'm going to throw out. He's been on television for ten I years, know. which is a long time. I know, long, long time on TV. But I, I mean, he's working for that hundred bucks. He is. He's not. Yeah. He's he's in the mix. But like honestly, if you have, if you are a vet or going to any know somebody who is. You couldn't ask for a better cameo from a vet. I, I assume there's no other option. Well, right. don't assume. You know what happens when you assume. <laughs> right. Well, sure, but I'm saying there's not a ton of other famous vets, so it's not like you have a lot of options to pick on cameo. But you also have to know this guy. You also don't have to be famous to be on cameo. True. You could just be a vet on cameo. That's true. So I don't know. I think it still sounds like a li- like too much money. I think if he was $75, yeah. I would say this is like a slam dunk home run. Okay. I, I have him at 70. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and I-, I do think, you know, you got to know the show. And if you're a fan of the show, I think $70 seems like a great price. Yeah. And this is like, to me, I guess, since it's been on for 10 years, this is probably a show a little like American Pickers or something or mm-hmm. like, or, you know, like the uh, Pawn Stars, like where people who are into it are super into it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But I-, I am... Completely obsessed with him. And I will right. watch the show. Well, I mean, we now know it's on Disney Plus. Yes, on Nat so, Geo. Oh, on Nat Geo. Yeah, so I was going to say, is, where was it before it was on Disney Plus? I think it's always been on Nat Geo Wild, which wow. I don't even know what that is, but I know he's been on TV for a very long time. Great. Uh, our second celebrity, I'm going to play a clip and uh, we'll get into it after this. Hey, McFly, what do you think you're doing? Hey, I'm talking to you, McFly, you Irish bug. Oh, hey, Biff. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, you got my homework finished, McFly? Uh, well, actually, I figured since it wasn't due till Monday. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think, McFly. Think. Uh, it's legendary character actor who played Biff Tannen in all the versions of the infamous Hill Valley Back to the Future, all right, the bully from Back to the Future, mm-hmm. uh, in one through three. He was also the gym teacher in The Incredible Freaks and Geeks. His name is Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Yes. I have directed Tom Wilson That's on right. Sydney to the Max. Recently, correct? Yes. And he's a doll? I could not sing the praises of right. Tom Wilson more. He's very sweet. He is funny, mm-hmm. uh, talented, mm-hmm. a great singer, plays the ukulele. Sure. Painter. Uh, he's a painter. He's an incredible painter. Yeah, he's a very wonderful good actor. Um, easy to direct, funny, get, I mean, just. Totally professional class act. Okay, well, I hope this doesn't skew you into a- It totally will. Oh, no. All right. Well, he's very popular even in voice acting. His biggest credit uh, has been Flats the Flounder on SpongeBob SquarePants. He's always working, like Danielle said, even just recently with Danielle. Uh, I'm going to tell you he is $150. All right. All right. Tom Wilson, six reviews, where you think his stars land. 
There's I mean, no doubt in my mind that he is five stars baby. I, I mean, this seems almost like you're cheating. He definitely is five stars baby. His turnaround, six hours. Wow. Six hours for Tom Wilson. Uh, let's get into his intro. Here it is. Hello, all you cameites. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I'm Tom Wilson. I play Biff and Griff and Buford, Mad Dog, Ted, and in all three Back to the Future movies. A million voices on SpongeBob SquarePants, lots of animation, freaks and geeks, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, all sorts of shows. Anyway, uh, would you like me to tell your friend happy birthday? Congratulate mom and dad on a happy wedding anniversary from Biff's Pleasure Palace Casino. Would you like me to rough up your friends? Call them a butthead. Would you like me to fire somebody? Happy to do it. Anyway, we're going to have a lot of fun on here, and I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, he also does his cameos in front of a large promotional stand-up for the first Back to the Future, like okay. the ones you used to see in like rental stores. Yeah. So he has that in his house, which is very cool for fans. We do love, we have been on the record saying we love character cameos. So let's find out how deep Tom is willing to go, starting with the first clip for a birthday. Hello? Anybody home? Huh? Think, Brian. Think. What's the matter with you? Look, this is Tom Wilson, Brian. Yeah, Biff, Griff, Buford, Mad Dog Tannen, and all three Back to the Futures. I'm, uh, I'm in the cartoon as Bificus or a lot of different things. I'm, I, I'm in the pinball machine. Hey, Brian, are you a pinball machine? I didn't think so. But you saw all three Back to the Futures back in the 80s with your friend Roger, your friend in time. And it meant a lot to you and it meant a lot to him. And guess what? It meant a lot to me. Because I know you're a big fan of the movies, but so am I. I know you like Mad Dog, right? You like Mad Dog, so I wanted to show you this. This is the hat. So here he pulls out the cowboy hat from Back to the Future no 3. Way. He does, that's correct. We love prop cameos. Uh, and so he brings that out, going in and out of character. Let's Let's keep it rolling. That is, that is actual, literal, Hill Valley dirt. Oh, it fits a little bit. It's shrunk. It's shrunk because I haven't worn it in a long time. If, um, if, what did I say? I forget the line sometimes, but I know. I know, Brian. I need the mustache. You're nothing but a bunch of egg-sucking, dooted-up gut. No, is it? Yeah. You're a bunch of dooted-up, egg-sucking gutter trash. I got my line right. Okay. I got my line. He's so cute. He's so cute. So so you get the voice and everything. He's having a ton of fun with this. Uh, You don't always get that with celebrities, this kind of excitement. Uh, Let's round this one out with the uh, end of the clip. Go make your future a bright one. But really, you know, Brian, what I'm going to say, huh? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Take care, buddy. Another line from the movie there at the end. Uh, very, I mean, if you're a Back to the Future fan and, and you're buying this, it, he, he completely delivers. Uh, the second clip is for an anniversary in the style of Biff. Well, looky what we have here. Hello? Anybody home, Zan? Huh? Think, Zan. Think. Come on, Z. You wouldn't want to disappoint Jane, would you? Would you? It's Tom Wilson, Zan. Yeah, I played Biff and Griff and Buford Mad Dog Tannen in all three Back to the Future movies. On the weekends when the wardrobe people weren't hanging around, I played Lorraine. But that's not important right now. (laughs) It's your 13th anniversary. Lucky 13. And Jane wanted to give you this gift. For 13 years of wonderful marriage, for being married to that beautiful girl who you don't deserve, let's face it. But look, smile at her right now. Go smile at her. All right. You're beautiful. 
smoking hot wife. Oh, Rick. Yeah, oh, get out of here. We Do t- not bring him in, Tom. Uh, this one actually was uh, three minutes long, so I, I had to cut it down. So let's just listen to the end of the clip here. Hey, Zen, good for you. Way to go, buddy. Now, why don't you make a... I blew it. Why don't you... I blow my own line, Zan. <clears throat> Take two. Zan, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? I remembered it. Uh, he's so funny. He's so sweet. Continually misses the line, but it almost makes it more fun. Uh, he does conventions that you've done before. Now that you have a relationship with him, if, if conventions do come back, you could say hello. Oh, I absolutely will. But we've seen that he's very popular at those, and he's sort of bringing that exact experience to Cameo, right? I mean, it, it's it's perfect. Okay. If you are a Biff fan or a SpongeBob SquarePants I know fan, he would, I'm sure his he voices. would kill that too. Uh, last one here. This final clip is a birthday message for someone coincidentally named Marty. Hello, anybody home? Huh? Marty? Huh? Think, butthead. Think. If you were right here, I'd be shaking you. Marty, hey. Happy birthday, buddy. Way to go. Look, this is from Jamie, okay? I hope that you have the best birthday that a butthead like you could ever have. The future is bright, man. Your future is whatever you make it, buddy. So make it a good one. But I already know part of your future. Why? Why? Because I've consulted a little booklet. Okay, the booklet he pulls out here is the sports almanac from Back to the Future Part 2. No way. Yes, this is what made Biff rich in the movie, going back in time with the almanac and making sports bets. So uh, he has that. Let's keep that clip going. Oh, Marty. Win, win, win. They're coming. I wasn't looking at that part. I was just looking at it. I was, never mind. Okay, so at that point then, he reveals that inside the almanac, he was reading Ooh La La Magazine, a men's publication, also a prop and scene from the movie. Wow. Double prop. Wow. Let's end this Tom Wilson madness. I hope you have a happy birthday from Jamie and um, just all the best to you, huh? Take care, buddy. Biff, man. Biff wow. Tannen. Uh, all right, so Tom Wilson, uh, Danielle's coworker, he is $150, famous from the Back to the Future movies, but also Freaks and Geeks and a bunch of cartoons, including SpongeBob SquarePants. Six reviews, five stars, baby. Six-hour turnaround. Where do you stand with your bias opinion? Back to the Future is maybe one of the biggest movies of all time. A lot of people argue that with this generation, this Gen Z or whatever, that it is the most popular movie of our generation. I don't think I would change his price. I wouldn't say it's a bargain. Yeah. But I, and I also wouldn't say it is like a no brainer. $150 is still a lot of dollars. Yes. But you are getting every penny of 150 bucks. He's working. Props, comedy, his, his sincerity, a personalized message. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change his price at all. I have him, if he was a hundred, I'd put him in the club. Yeah, I I mean, that is a real bargain. Yeah, at if 100, he was 100, he I'd, would be a bargain. I would put him in the club at 150. I think he's priced right. Yeah. Maybe a little high. I would love for him to be at 125, but I'm fine with 150 because he works so hard, like you said. And he's got these props in the background. And he's, I mean, he'll do any character you want. I mean, also, you know, these cameos, when, when we really like them, yeah. when someone puts 100% into it, the message you send them, they're going to live in it. Like if you totally. if you want a certain thing, he's going to deliver it. So it's almost like kind of unfair 
for us to judge these because if someone writes him and says, I want this line from Back to the Future He'll do it. He's going to do it for you. So it's a very good deal at 150. Uh, I would have loved to see 125 and at 100 he would have joined the club. Yeah. Now, he did so well when I pulled his clips, Danielle. Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep that energy going. Okay. And so I stayed in character actor cameo. Great. All right. So this next clip is, uh, is the most famous lines from our third celebrity. Phil? Hey, Phil? Phil? Phil Connors? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for watching. Hey, hey. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. Not a chance. <laughs> Ned! Ryerson! Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy, Case Western High. Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad senior year, almost didn't graduate. Bing again! Ned Ryerson, I dated your sister Mary Pat a couple times till you told me not to anymore. Well? Ned Ryerson? Bing! It is actor Stephen Toblowski, best known as Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day. Needle knows Ned. Needle knows Ned. Uh, he is... $149. I think he's just poking at Biff Tannen, getting that $1 down. Yeah. If you're going for a character actor from an 80s, 90s movie, well, Stephen Toblowski's your guy. 67 reviews. What do you see him clocking in at? 67 reviews. I'm going to give him five stars, he's baby. He's a five stars, baby. Okay. Uh, and his turnaround? Again, one-upping Tom Wilson, four hours. Wow. All right. He's best known for Groundhog Day, but he's been in so much. Silicon Valley, the movie Memento, Deadwood, Heroes, Glee, Californication, Thelma and Louise, The Goldbergs, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, a movie I just wanted to mention on the podcast. Literally hundreds of credits. And he has a podcast called The Toblowski Files, which people love. And he's become a bit of a legend when it comes to storytelling. Okay. All right. He's very popular. And I was excited to see that he joined Cameo. So let's get into this. Here is his intro, best known as Needle Nose Ned. This is Stephen Tobolowsky. Hello, this is Stephen Tobolowsky, character actor. I'm glad to join the Cameo family. Uh, if you want to talk to me about Groundhog Day or <laughs> Silicon Valley or Glee or Californication Stupegs or just about ornery rabbits in the background, please uh, send a message to Cameo. Happy to talk to you. Adios. As he mentioned, he is in front of a bunch of rabbit cages there. They're, rabbit cages? Yes, yes. I don't know why. It must be something about his house and, and what he does with, I guess, farming. Uh, but there's tons of rabbits behind him. Very promising intro. I assumed he would be a fun account to analyze, but it was even more fun pulling clips than I would have expected. And that's because this first message is a birthday cameo for a fan named Jenny who is actually not a fan of the movie Groundhog Day. Despite that, he is wearing a similar hat and trench coat as his character from the movie, and even wearing the exact pair of glasses he wore as Ned. Now, I'm going to do something I've never done before on the podcast. Okay, what? Which is play a long clip. Okay, how long? It's, it's uh, about three minutes. Okay. All right. I, I, it's actually, the, the clip itself is actually five minutes, but I cut it down. Okay. Please. Give it the time to listen. It's a little different than anything we've ever found on the site so far. So please listen to Ned Ryerson, a.k.a. Stephen Toblowski. Jenny? Jenny? Hey, 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 hey! Now don't say you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. It's me, Ned Ryerson! 
Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, Jen Case Western High, Ned Ryerson. I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad junior year. Bing again. Jenny, I'm lying to you. This isn't about Groundhog Day. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. And it's the big 52. Okay, I'm lying to you. This has nothing to do with your birthday. This is somewhat of an intervention. Brennan felt you didn't have the necessary respect for the movie Groundhog Day. These are the glasses I need to see with. I want to discuss this film with you, give you maybe a second chance at it. Filmically, you felt there was too much repetition. Sort of like life, sort of like a pandemic. I wanted to show you some things that Nobody else gets to see. Uh, I'm a grandfather. This is our grandbaby's little seat when we take care of her. I think it was an accident. I've been trying to find something to do in all of the repetition of our world lately. And I've gone back to the piano. And Jenny, I want to show you something that I think is at the heart of Groundhog Day. This is one of the most beautiful pieces of music ever written. It was written by Beethoven. I wanted to play it. I asked my piano teacher before the pandemic if he could help me with it. He says, Stephen, why do you want to play this song? I said, well, Henry, because it's so beautiful. He says, well, what makes it beautiful? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> You're the teacher. He said, well, tell me what key it's in. And I look at the key signature up here. He says, it's in A-flat major, that's right but take a look at all the places he didn't write in A-flat. And I'm looking, and I said, I don't know. He says, look for the naturals. He says, these are called accidentals. Now, if you're a musician, you know this already. He says, these are the places where Beethoven could not write the piece in the key of A-flat. He had to expand. He says, the accidentals are where you find beauty. Accidental. isn't about Groundhog Day. It's about you and your birthday. And even in all of the repetition, look for the accidentals. Bing. I mean, it's actually kind of touching. I accidentally fell asleep. No, no, Danielle. He, it's a nice message. I fell asleep. Danielle, he put- I was a, bored. Danielle, he put a ton into it. He played the piano in it. He showed his, his grandbaby's seat. I didn't get it. Ugh. I what was a mistake? I, I didn't understand. Okay. Well, anyway, hard to follow that up for me at least, but I'm going to try. We'll do it quick. In this next clip, he was Ned, then morphed into himself for this next message of thanks. He stuck it all out in character. Here we go. Kristen? Kristen Harrion? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, don't say you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. It's me, Ned Ryerson. I am here today to deliver a love letter. 
<laughs> not from me. No, no, that would be too embarrassing. No, I'm delivering it from your family. They wanted me to tell you personally that they think you're the best. You are so filled with love and patience and compassion, and you always put family first. And I think you ought to take this opportunity while they're feeling kind of soft in the head to take advantage of it and get something very special for yourself. And for me, nothing says luxury like whole premium life. Now, you already may have life insurance, but you could always use a little more. Am I right? Or am I right? Right, 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 right. Okay, that's that's a line from the movie. He goes so deep in character, Danielle, that he tries to sell the cami life insurance. Danielle, come on. Stick with me here. He's so in character, so method, that he then goes into selling them life insurance. I get it. I just, you have to be such a fan, such a fan. Okay. To well, want that. I'm going to keep it going. Now, Kristen, unfortunately, Chad did not tell me how old you are, but that doesn't matter because we have life insurance packages at attractive <laughs> prices for whatever age, from age zero to 40, $10,000 of premium life can only cost $29.99 a month. Now, of course, between 40 and 70, that jumps up again, and $10,000 of premium life will now cost you $39.99 a month, but we do throw in the optional death and dismemberment clause for free. <laughs> and this is particularly helpful if you have that mandolin in the kitchen. You oh, watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. I mean, it's an improv game. Yeah, I mean, really, it is, it is quite some improv. Let's wrap this up. And also, if you happen to be over 70, we also provide a very economical life insurance policy where $10,000 of premium life cost only one easy payment of $15,000. Okay, that sounds bad. That sounds like that not, sounds a yeah, not, not a good deal. That sounds terrible. Not a good deal at all. Uh, I wanted to play you just a little bit of one more. He does some clips in character as his role from Silicon Valley, which I don't know a lot about. I don't remember it okay. that much. But I found this story he tells in a message that started as that guy, and uh, it's for someone who just moved to Colorado from Australia. Now, I'd like to tell you a story about another show you like, and this is a true story from Entourage. Um, I had a friend of mine who was getting a divorce and needed some money, so he wanted me to buy his car, which was a BMW. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought the BMW from him, and it broke down immediately outside of a Mercedes dealership. So I call my wife and AAA to come haul the car away, and the Mercedes salesman was trying to sell me on this Mercedes. And I said, I don't need a car. I have a car right outside. It's being towed away presently. And he thought I was trying to uh, drive a hard bargain. And he kept lowering the price of this very expensive Mercedes Benz, lower, lower, lower. Finally, I turned around and said, okay, tell me, what's wrong with this car? He said, well, frankly, sir, this car was used in the making of a motion picture. And I go, what, what motion picture? I said, I'm involved in the motion picture industry. I, I am an actor. He looked at me. Oh, right. He said, it was on the television show Entourage. And I said, I was on the television show Entourage. He said, well, this is the card that was driven by the mayor of Beverly Hills. I said, I was the mayor of Beverly Hills. He said, sir, this was your car. I realized 
that when I was on an entourage playing the mayor of Beverly Hills, I always sat in the back seat and I never drove. And it was all, our scenes were always at night. So I never got a good look at this car. I ended up buying that Mercedes-Benz from that dealer for half price. And those kind of things happen in America. John Boy, welcome to these shining shores. Do well. Okay. He's, he's a very good storyteller. No? I'm so confused. Okay. He, I thought when he said, what is wrong with this car? He was talking about the broken down BMW. I know, that was a little confusing, but I felt- You're saying what's wrong with this car because he kept offering the yes. Mercedes for so cheap. Yeah, why Why do you keep lowering right. the price on it? What's okay. wrong with it? And then it was from a- So- yeah, Okay. Are you saying that it's a little like this? Doesn't Dunham hurt you like on the arms? Like it's not, it's not fully focused? I'm not saying it's not fully focused. I'm saying the crux of the story- <laughs> Right is that which car is bad, which car are you talking about? And it, The one being confusing. towed away, you were nervous. Right. Yeah, okay, I understand. Well, that, that should not affect your rating. It was a story being told. I don't think you're as into it as I am, but Stephen Toblowski, a.k.a. Needle Nose Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day, $149, 67 reviews, five stars, baby, four-hour turnaround, where do you sit? I'm going to sit in exactly the same place I sat for Tom. Okay. Which is, it is not a bargain. Okay. But he's working very hard for every ounce of that $149. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have to be more of a fan of his one, like he's kind of famous for one thing. I know he's done a bunch of things. He's he's visible in a lot of things, but famous for one. But famous for the needle nose Ned, whereas Tom is famous for more things. Um, I mean, Biff is his thing. But of course, Biff is his thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he's working really hard for it. I mean, do you want to hear my hot take? Sure. I would have made him a bargain. Of course you would have. Because I'm I'm saying, if you're a needle-nosed Netflix, you're, you're so mad at me. I'm not mad at you, but... If you're a needle-nosed Ned fan, sure. If you're a stan of anyone we have on this podcast. Ah, but he delivers in tenfold. He, okay, so that's the point. If you buy any of these because you're a fan, that's how we're looking at judging it. So if he's, if you're a fan and you purchase his, his cameo and you receive that in response, mm-hmm. that's a bargain to me. That's a bargain. Okay. So I'm, I, again, am not saying that like, hey, it's a bargain for someone who doesn't love Groundhog Day. But if right. you are buying this and you put the $149 in because you are a fan of, I don't know, Ned Ryerson or Stephen Toblowski himself, this is absolute over-delivery. Yeah, he definitely over-delivers for $149 for that character. And he's having so much fun. He, he I, I just, there's something very touching about it for me. I mean, you fell asleep, so it's different for you. But I don't know. There was something about it that just spoke to me. Yeah, you're... You love that stuff. I do. I mean, I just want to get to the end of it. Remember last year we had a picnic? Cheryl, yeah, I get that it was a little dragged Cheryl. out. Cheryl Teagues. That was Cheryl Teagues. Oh, that's Cheryl Teagues. Yeah, she, she's... You know what that reminded me of is uh, the woman your dad dated. Oh, yes, Leslie Ann Warren. Leslie Ann no, Warren. It's unfortunately, Leslie Ann Warren. Unfortunately, Leslie also told me stories when I didn't ask for them. Yeah. So <laughs> those are a little different. Well, uh, we, we will just agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. Where, where do you have him at? You have him at 149, basically? I would say 149. I, okay. He's working, like I said, he's working for every penny of that. Yeah. I, I would say in my head, because mm-hmm. it is such a, like niche thing to yeah. be a fan of needle nose ned sure. i would say like a hundred to 125 dollars okay. would make would maybe get him more but how many reviews does he have well he's kind of new to the site so he only has uh 67 reviews ah, so tom but tom had six so tom's yeah. also new also new yeah both are new yeah. Stephen jablowski i think one of his big things was that he uh joined the site for groundhog day 
Ah, uh, so that makes sense. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, well, we uh, we had a great. This is a big show. I mean, a lot of Spike talk. Yeah, it was mostly a show about Spike. Let's get into the cash game. All right. First up, hip hop rapper Young Jock. Young Jock, J O C. Yes, J O C. I'm hip. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Very hip. Um. Gosh, I bet no rapper would go on Cameo and be priced where they should be. Okay. So I bet he's going to be $300. He is only $75. Unbelievable. Young Jock, $75. I know. After Genuine as well, who was $75. Yes. Uh, All right. Beverly Goldberg. Now, I'm going to have to explain this one a little. This is the real mother of Adam Goldberg, the creator of the Goldbergs. Wendy McLennan Covey plays her on the show, and she's appeared on the show a few times. How much is Adam Goldberg's mother? Adam Goldberg's mother. Mm -hmm. Beverly Goldberg yes. is $50. She's $40. Okay. Uh, a Kim Jong-un impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> $30. $196. Okay. What? Yeah. $196. Okay. okay. Elephant Jungle Sanctuary in Thailand. Ah. Which is- Which one? Uh, I don't, it didn't a say the name. one or a bad one? I okay. don't know. We Danielle and I both had a vacation in Thailand uh, together. Uh, not separately. Together. <laughs> together. <laughs> and uh, we went to one of the Elephant Jungle Sanctuaries and we did a lot of homework. Yeah, we did so much research to because make sure, yeah. there are places that are not good and that yeah. mistreat the animals. And This oh. one was very, very We good. did a ton of research and yeah. it really is a true sanctuary no. and they don't let you ride them. No. You're, yeah, it is I, really, you just bathe. Yeah, elephants just, basically. Yeah. I can't tell you which one it is, but I, I will be able to tell you the price after you guess. Okay. Um, it's just the elephant sanctuary. That's, yeah, that's on all here? I have. It's the only info okay. I'm giving you. Um, forty. Forty five dollars. Okay. Uh, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Yeah. One hundred and fifty. He's three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! All right. The lead singer of Journey, Arnell Pineda. Man, that guy's got a great voice. Yes. Um. Lead singer can two hundred. Uh fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Fifty dollars, yeah. Does he sing? I don't know. Didn't look it up yet. Oh my uh, gosh. contestant from the show Lego Masters, Jessica Ragsy Ewid. Contestant yes. from the show Lego Masters. Yes. <laughs> Thirty dollars? It's twenty-five. Okay. All right. So clearly we are talking young jock, Kim Jong un impersonator, or the lead singer of Journey. Uh, okay. Um, let's do Young Jock. I love it. I'll, I'll listen. I'll mark all these for future. Okay, good. Yeah, usage. I want, I want to cover them all, but. All right. Love Young Jock. All right. So if you love the podcast, uh, like we like doing it, go ahead and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about it. Subscribe. Do any of those things. And you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. It's at Jensen Carp. And I'm at Danielle Fischel. And we will be back next week. Wanted me to tell you that she's proud of your dedication unrelenting enthusiasm party god josh mondor will be there you are being baptized by fire because i'm a lady santa claus and if you hate this i'll redo it seriously for free talking cheap talking 